0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one map at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And today we're talking about Minute 135, which starts with Galadriel saying, so close to achieving its goal, and ends with Faramir's buddy, his right hand.
1: Yeah, does he have a name?
0: Uh, I didn't catch it. <laughs> I don't think they say it. Okay. Uh, he says, we pulled 500 men, and then the rest of that line will be on Monday.
1: That one guy with the
0: base. That one guy with the face and the
1: In the cool gauntlets, yeah.
0: Hanging out, hanging out with Faramir, looking at this map. We get a we get an actual map of this part of the world in the movie.
1: Should we like start at the beginning? Because that's like the latter half of the minute.
0: Is there much to talk about with the first half of this minute? We haven't already talked about.
1: Well, it's kind of an important question: Should the elves meddle in the affairs of men in this last hurrah, or should they just? leave.
0: (laughs) Should they just yeah, should they just go?
1: And that kind of sets up the reveal that happens later at Helm's Deep.
0: Yeah. So like Galadriel's asking Elrond if he's gonna if he's gonna just let this be. Right. And then she decides to send some of her own people to Helm's Deep. Because
1: like Galadriel Galadriel is like not older than Middle earth, but like really freaking old Like, the Age of of Elves is over, but the Elves still do have influence, so, like, the question is, should they use that influence for good, or hoard it?
0: And then just just take their ball and leave. Right. Just go home, Elves.
1: Because Elrond is all about, like, the Age of Elves is over, you need to leave, but Galadriel, I think Galadriel's kind of, like, jabbing at him, like, well... You know, are you going to stick by what you told your daughter? Or are you going to actually help people? Like, are you going to give them a fighting chance? And I like that Elrond is looking at the mural of uh, Isildur that Mm. Aragorn and Boromir were both, like, met at. And, like, Aragorn was super emo about it in the first movie. Yeah, I like that we see it again here. I like the significance it still has like in the first movie it was a almost like a call to arms but also like a reminder to Aragorn that his line is cursed for lack of a better word Yeah cuz
0: Arwen used it as like a call to action.
1: Yeah. So it's like it's a literal like double-edged sword. Like it's it's both a reminder of his not his personal failing but the failing that he carries with him mm-hmm. in his bloodline and also a reminder that he not only inherited the bad things but he inherited the good things that come with that as well yeah so i like that galadriel calling elrond out on his crap like very subtly in a very, like, imperious, Galadriel sort of way. Mm. And also that Elrond is now faced with this same picture. Like, he was crapping on Isildur in the first movie. Like, you know, like, I was there. Like not weak. This guy messed up big time. And now he's confronted with this the same image. And I like that it is a reminder and a call to arms for him as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. I like that.
1: I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. That's what we do on this podcast, right? (laughs) Makes sense to me. I'm here to draw the metatextual crap. I'm applying my, (laughs) what I majored in. Right. (laughs) I'm going to make something out of two words.
0: Yeah. This is, this is good setup for like the relief effort at, at Helms deep. Yeah. This is also a good setup for in Return of the King when Elrond decides to reforge the sword.
1: Right. Because he's, like, literally looking at the sword and he's like, yeah, I probably, I feel really guilty about what I just did to my daughter's relationship. Maybe I should help a brother out.
0: (laughs) Elrond, can you just help a brother out? (laughs) Come on, man.
1: Oh, man. I now want Hugo Weaving to say that and just help a brother out. <laughs> Elron.
0: I'm Elron. I'm just helping a no, brother no, 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 not
1: even the Elrond bit. Just, like, that that phrase I want just Hugo uttered. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Hugo Weaving way. But, no, I think the first, I mean, like, I'm all about them elves, but I think the first half of this minute is important setting up the greater um, conf- not conflict, but, like, the conundrum that faces the elves like we're leaving but like shouldn't we also clean up our mess a little
0: yeah should we leave this better than we found it
1: right we enjoyed our lunch but like should we pick up our trash at the picnic area or just freaking leave (laughs) always pick up your trash by the way
0: right that's how you get bears (laughs) or in this case wraiths on wings
1: right that's how you get sauron um
0: Pick up after yourself, And it's not really
1: their mess, but, like, you know.
0: Well, Sauron is the fault of the Valar not picking up after themselves.
1: Yeah. Right. But the Val- I mean, like, look what the Valar did. They just left.
0: Yeah, they literally broke the continent and then just walked away.
1: Bye. Yeah, we're good. Yikes. Our brother. Yikes. Bye.
0: (laughs) Banish him unto the void. Right. What happened to his right-hand man? Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably unimportant. Shrug. Meh.
1: (laughs) We care not for this underling. Sauron's like, surprise, bitch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're just gonna go home. We lost track of him. We lost track of Timmy. Can't find him. Timmy? Oh, no. It's probably nothing. He'll be fine.
1: He's got some fairy godparents. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. But yes, now we have the map.
0: Now we have a map. Yes. I wrote in my notes just like, oh my god, a map.
1: <laughs> Thank you, god.
0: <laughs> Thank Mondos. Okay,
1: so my, my my complaint about this map is this map is like pristine. It's like fresh off the presses. I do not believe for a second that in like a grimy cave... And I feel like they've had this map for a while, or at least they should have. I feel like it should have at least somewhere, like, some, like, I don't know if patina, like, w- works for paper, but, like...
0: <laughs> Gotta have that good old-fashioned that good old fashioned tea standing.
1: Right. And I guess, like, because every time you see, like... I know it's not supposed to be a treasure map or whatever it is, but it's also a fantasy map. So like every time you see a fantasy map in media, I feel like it's worn and like the 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 map in the Hobbit.
0: Yeah, like the the map at Bag End at the beginning of the trilogy is all beat up.
1: Right. Yeah. It's got a rip in it. I mean, yes, it's scattered. It's, it's like over 50 years old. But I mean, once you also, once you unfold a map, it's impossible to fold up correctly. <laughs> I have several maps in my car and they're all just like, as, like you fall, you try and follow the folds and it's like, you can't, I can't do it.
0: Right. You're trying to figure out which way this folded.
1: Yeah. It would take me five minutes to fold it up the way it was. So, Faramir. Faramir doesn't strike me as this the meticulous sort of... Like, maybe his his dude, his his, his right-hand man, is the right. kind of guy who would sit there.
0: This guy refuses to have a beat-up map. Yeah. It's gotta be perfect. So,
1: okay, he's in the wrong He keeps it
0: in, like, a little job. leather bag. He should
1: be, like, a cartographer instead of, like, a ranger. <laughs> what happens when you don't have a base of operations? You have to, like, spread the map out on, like, a rock
0: right he puts down his shield first
1: like you don't have like a piece of plexiglass to put over it i think the reason it stands out to me too is because we are spoiled with the props in this movie like the attention to detail that went into all of the like the the background stuff we only see for like two seconds and then i know that they filmed the map shots like in pickups and they're like oh we should probably have a map to show them what we're talking about.
0: It was even like beyond some of the pickups, like some of the some of the first pickups, they filmed this scene with the hands across the map mm-hmm. while Peter Jackson was in London in London doing press for the movie.
1: Yeah. It's like uh, we should actually probably show them that the map that they're interacting with.
0: And he sent a video with a hand drawn map to back to back to new zealand to the unit and like was moving his hand around it like this this is the the motions i want and they filmed the scene with the the dialogue and dubbed it in and then just put in the map where they wanted to right
1: and i it's fairly obvious that is that
0: is neither of those actors hands yeah
1: it's it looks it looks like it was added last minute and i feel like that's Especially because it's contain- we're examining the movie one minute at a time, I mean I, yeah. feel, I mean, feel like normally if we were just watching this movie, it's like, oh yeah, sweet, a map hell yeah like, I, we love maps in this house,
0: yeah, I think it's overall fine it's not I don't think it's dwelled on too long, yeah, but we get some we get some geography thrown at us, some some notion of how far away things are from each other mm. Mm-hmm. They also know that Saruman is marching an army to Helm's Deep. Yeah. Where or it was the Gondor
1: very, l- when the Westhole Or at <laughs> the
0: very least, the Theoden is retreating to Helms, has retreated to Helm's Deep. They don't necessarily know how big the army is that's following them. Or that's going to march down on Helm's Deep. Or that there is
1: even an army?
0: Well, I, you would assume there was one if the people of Edoras are well, not if there's, like, to Helm's Deep.
1: Orcish raiding parties.
0: Well, it would have to be a big enough threat that they would want to retreat to Helm's Deep. It would have to be a fairly large force. Otherwise, they would just, you know, circle up in Edoras and protect themselves from a small raiding party. Yeah. It has to be a pretty significant threat for them to make the travel cross-country where they are vulnerable for several days to get to Helm's Deep.
1: Well, at that point, they didn't know that there was an army heading their way. They are literally in Helm's Deep because of raiding parties.
0: No, they knew they were, they knew that. Saruman was building an army to send it to them.
1: Well, not one of that size. No,
0: but they knew that a fight was coming.
1: Do they know that? I don't remember. It's literally in this movie and I don't remember.
0: (laughs) Because the the thing that drives Théoden to Helm's Deep is Gandalf and Aragorn both being like, war is coming coming to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind.
0: War is upon you, whether you would will it or not. Yeah. One last I checked. That's so good. Just Bernard Hill. You just
1: miss Theoden. I
0: do. <laughs> Watching him verbally pitch slap Aragorn is f- phenomenal.
1: We'll get back to your boy.
0: <laughs> we will. We'll get back there. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a good long stretch with Theoden I think.
1: Yes. Once more into the breach.
0: Mm. Fourth uh, lingus,
1: Yes. Um, then, um...
0: <laughs> just if Faramir's Dora and this guy's Boots and they have the map (laughs) and Gollum is Swiper obviously
1: Boots is the real bro (laughs) oh man
0: they catch Gollum and they're like Swiper no swiping when he's trying to get something from Frodo
1: I'm I I'm not about the 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 very obvious pointing the the tapping the tap tap I mean that's tapping. what people do
0: with maps though
1: it's just point
0: I don't know I feel like I definitely have done the tap thing on maps Oh feel like that's a fairly natural motion
1: Weird Maybe I'm just a robot
0: Just right here
1: beep boop Gondor
0: <laughs> I don't All know All right <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I just feel so spoiled by the props and the prop design in the movie in general that when I, like, with this, I can definitely tell.
0: I have questions about how they know that they had are retreating to Helm's Deep.
1: They got spies. They got intel. He's the son of the steward of Gondor. Like, personal feelings aside, I feel like he would tell the captain, or someone would tell the captain,
0: no, no, no. I mean, like,
1: you don't we he... don't We
0: don't see anything that, like, in the context of the movie establishes that they have, like, in people watching the movements you don't, of Rohan. You don't
1: think that they don't have, like, an Intel network?
0: It's the same day. Is it? It's, like, the same day they arrived in Helm's Deep. Is it? Yes. I think so.
1: I don't think so.
0: I think it is. Unless the movie, like, clearly communicates the time has passed, you have to assume things are happening concurrently. Especially when it's three storylines happening at the same time. Unless the movie, like, illustrates the time has passed between scenes... Well, okay, The safer assumption is concurrent timelines. I
1: raise you the fact that there were also villages already at Helm's Deep. So just because they haven't reached the fortress yet doesn't mean and it also took them what a week to get there no gandalf's been gone
0: i i presumably it takes four days four days
1: so okay yeah that tracks like someone sees a large force of people leaving um ederos Ederos, yeah reports back
0: I just think that this is a
1: this is another glaring thing in the timeline of this movie.
0: <laughs> I I just think that this is maybe not the best way to go about doing this as far as as far as establishing a spy network or whatever. Also, because like, it, nothing in the movie suggests that they would have any way to get this information, except for this throwaway line.
1: Also, where it's just
0: like, "Well, we have this information." You have
1: to remember that this map and all of the exposition for it are for the casual moviegoer. I don't feel like the casual moviegoer would be like, "Wait a minute, how did that happen? They're just arriving in Helm's Deep."
0: I mean, some people will, right? But, but most people might not. Like
1: the okay,
0: these are the the same people that were like, "Wait." How did he get away from the the bat plane at the end of Dark Knight Rises? Those are the same people that are going to ask that question.
1: <laughs> right, but I don't feel like they are the casual moviegoer. I feel like the casual moviegoer is like, I don't know, like Barbara in her minivan with her two kids, like 2.5 kids.
0: And the kids just want to see the movie. And her
1: husband is super into the movie and she's just like, okay, fine. You know? That's not to say that women can also enjoy fantasy, but I'm just using a hyperbolic explanation.
0: Barbara. <laughs> no, Karen. I was
1: trying to think of, like, a suburban mom name. <laughs> Karen. Karen always has the manager haircut. Apologies right. to anyone named Karen. <laughs> and then we just lose- And Barbara, five, I guess. We just lose five listeners. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like just like the average person, not the psychopaths that analyze one a minute of a movie at a time. Right. <laughs> like we are we are doing.
0: I think that there there's a Venn diagram with overlap between casual moviegoer and hardcore fan that would be like, wait, but how did they know that? There's like a there's there's an overlap, I think.
1: Right, but it's not like it's a it's a tiny slice of the pie. Right, it's, it's not, not like a
0: startlingly large the, Venn diagram. The Venn
1: diagram is not a circle. Right. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I do. I get you.
1: Like, people, I feel like people didn't walk out of the theater from this movie and being like, wait a minute, how did they figure that out? I feel like they'd be like, wow, did you see the cool action scene? Or, right. wow, Viggo Mortensen is really attractive. <laughs> like Yeah. Wow, that, that scene with all the horses at the end was really something, wasn't it? <laughs> like
0: Where'd those horses come from?
1: <laughs> we will talk about appearing horses.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: uh but yeah, I don't know. I'll allow it this time. This one this I'll I'll allow it.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. It just, it just struck me when I was l- listening to this minute again. I was just like, wait, <laughs> Hold how? On. how do you know this?
1: Yeah, because...
0: Because if we assume, based on the commentary, it's a five-day horse ride from...
1: We don't know that yet.
0: B- but based on the commentary, it's like a five-day horse ride from, from, Gond- from Gondor to Rivendell. So, one...
1: Rivendell wasn't even on that map.
0: Rivendell's not even on that map. So that means that, like...
1: That means Rivendell is, like, really freaking close to Mordor.
0: Yeah, a five-day horse ride is not far. Like, an army could just roll up. Like, that's nonsense.
1: Beep, beep. We're here. But that that
0: means that Rohan is literally next door. Like, not even figuratively speaking. Like, a day's ride by horse Yeah. from no, Gondor. No, that doesn't so there, there's way. just... There's no reason that Gondor can't be like, Yeah, we got you guys.
1: Yeah. Where was Gondor? Well, that just adds insult to injury.
0: Hiding in their house. That's where Gondor was when the Westfold fell.
1: They were like a day's journey away and they didn't even be like, hey, neighbor.
0: And an army, an army from Mordor would have to march through Gondor's front yard. Right,
1: right, right.
0: It wouldn't have to. They could leave the Black Gate and go around. But they're also keeping an eye on the Black Gate.
1: Hmm.
0: South Rons and Easterlings heading north. By the thousands entering the Black Gate.
1: Yeah. What?
0: Some thousands. My God. More nothing, coming every day. Nothing
1: about this makes sense.
0: Well, I mean, they're on the road that goes to the Black Gate.
1: No, I know. So there's, just, they're
0: watching these guys go north.
1: I'm, I'm just saying, like, the map coupled with, like, the timeline is just like, what?
0: No. <laughs> it, takes, it takes weeks <laughs> to get to Rivendell from Gondor. It has to take at least a week to get to Rohan.
1: Oh, man. Anyway. Because,
0: so the, the five-day thing doesn't track with how long it takes the Rohirrim to get to the Battle of Pelennor Fields in Return of the King. Right,
1: where did they go? The North Pole? Like...
0: <laughs> they took the long way around. They,
1: they, they go north. What's north of Rohan? Rivendell, right? They just roll up yeah. in Rivendell?
0: And then they just turn around. and they go They get back.
1: halfway to Rivendell, and they're just like, "Oh, this is elf country." And then like Gandalf is they just, just got like, lost. Gandalf is like, "Uh, oh, hey, you guys gotta help out. You your gotta, kid. you gotta come
0: this way, this way, guys. Come on."
1: Yeah, look at my pretty horse. It's awesome. We're, Follow me.
0: You guys went the wrong way. Turn around.
1: But we are banished.
0: <laughs> but we are banished. <laughs> <laughs> We we are from the website genre.com. <laughs> we are banished. Where you find a whole bunch of other podcasts, <laughs> including some other movies by minutes podcasts, but you can find links to all or nearly all of the movies by minutes podcasts by going to moviesbyminutes.com. Indeed. There's a a whole bunch of them, something for anything you might be interested in, I'm sure. Pretty much every genre of movies covered at this point.
1: Except um, you- no. I was going to say except a musical, but the Muppet movie is a musical. Yes. Though I don't think they're on that site, so.
0: No, I don't think they are, but Muppets Minute is out there somewhere on the internet.
1: God, I want to co-host like Muppet Treasure Island so bad.
0: I just want to talk about Professional Pirate. Like, I just that's want to a... talk
1: about one of the top five movies of all time. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, like
0: a musical. Like you if you're just, listening, <laughs> you just like have to let songs finish when you're talking about musicals. I feel you can't just cut a song. Oh, no, off. they
1: did it on Disney. They did it for Snow White.
0: Yeah, that's rough. I mean, that's about what it'd be like for the Muppets. But like, if you try to do that with like Les Mis, and
1: right, that's why I think the hardest movie to do would be Les Minute, because it. Oh, although that is I, like I the take, perfect title. <laughs>
0: I take one minute and I, I raise you another movie that would be very difficult to do. Maybe more difficult than Les Mis because I actually think there's less talking. There are. There's is Evita. No,
1: there's no. Okay. The thing about Les Mis, though, is that it's continuous music. They sing the entire freaking time.
0: Could have swore there's some dialogue in the movie. There's
1: like two lines of dialogue in the entire play. And I'm pretty sure they translated that into the movie.
0: How long is the play?
1: The music goes continuously.
0: Yeah, the music never stops. That's true. There's always music playing. Like, and music you could sing along like, to. They
1: like sing, they, like, sing their way through the French Revolution. That's, like, literally... It's, like,
0: <laughs> my first French Revolution. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I, I feel like there's more dialogue than you're you're remembering. I feel like there's a decent amount of dialogue before Sasha Baron Cohen and Helena Bottom Carter sing.
1: I don't... I Now I'm, like, questioning. Because, like, I... I listen to the musical so much more than the movie.
0: Right. And I, I feel like there's a good amount of dialogue before uh or around where we meet uh I can't remember the character's name. Uh, but around where we meet my brain Anne Hathaway, before we meet Anne Hathaway. Uh like around the place where we meet her, I feel like there's quite a bit of dialogue there too. Mm. I'm not hundred percent sure.
1: Her name is Fonteen, by Fontaine, the way. Fonteen,
0: there we go. I couldn't remember. Okay.
1: Fight me. <laughs> High school musical nerd Cassandra challenges you to a duel.
0: Put up my fists. Uh, (laughs) But like another movie that has like basically no dialogue is Evita.
1: Another 80s musical.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: The one with Madonna?
0: Yeah. It's actually pretty good if you've never seen it. Mm -mm. It's like Madonna and Antonio Banderas. All right. Nice. We had to... Twice in my life I've had to watch that for a class. Once in high school and once in college. (laughs) Actually.
1: One of the better Android Lloyd Webber
0: musicals. I just th- just realized that like <laughs> twice in my life I've had to analyze that musical for a class.
1: <laughs> we are so off topic.
0: But yeah, <laughs> we're from Dueling Genre. Go to moviesbyminutes.com. As always, special thanks to our <laughs> Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. Uh, we're going to sing our way through the weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.